Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. Why it matters on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle. I'm Elliot Danker. Time now for Why It Matters. We're going to talk about the crypto winter. Is it coming or are we already in one? See, since the stablecoin meltdown of early May, a lot of eyes have been on Bitcoin. Now, it's a key bellwether for the cryptocurrency market. And before the big downdraft earlier this week, the price of Bitcoin had been struggling to remain near the psychological threshold of $28,000. But it's not just Bitcoin that's kind of feeling that downward pressure, you know. Ethereum and other leading altcoins, such as Cardano and Polygon, are all off more than 60% year-to-date. Meanwhile, you've got major cryptocurrency exchanges such as Coinbase and Gemini that have announced hiring freezes and layoffs in early June. Shares of Coinbase have fallen 86% from their 52-week highs, and the company has announced plans to lay off roughly 18% of its workforce because of the crypto market joining the US stocks in a bear market. So are we in the midst of so-called crypto winter? What kind of impact is that going to have on the crypto landscape in the long term? Well, let's find out more from Yuzin Chua, who is the CTO and co-founder of Cake Defy. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing great. How are you doing? Not too bad. So in a nutshell, just to understand Kick Defy, you guys are a cryptocurrency platform. You basically help users manage funds and generate returns by creating cash flow and harnessing the potential for a decentralized finance. Before we dive into those mechanics, right, I've been describing this whole thing as a bit of a crypto winter. What is a crypto winter to you? Could you help define it? Yeah, I think crypto winter is, yeah, looking at the price, crypto winter is a bit like financial cycle. We've seen that a couple of times now in the past where there's a peak on the price of crypto or in general assets even. And then there's a bear market where the price crashes quite dramatically. For the last like 10 years or so with crypto around, we've seen more than three cycles. And it's a general part of life of crypto and also in general investment. Mm. So with the way you describe those elements there, right, I guess it's safe to say we are in uh, crypto winter right now. Or am I wrong? I would think so. <laughs> we might be coming out of it. I'm not sure. But looking at what happened the last 12 hours or 24 hours or so, I think there's a bit of uh, hope again that we might come out earlier. We'll see. <laughs> okay. So here's the interesting part, right? Now, although crypto is not, I guess you can't say it's totally mainstream, as a business, and I'm looking at this situation, should I be worried? Yeah, as an investor, if you invest in the value or the utility of what you're investing in, I think crypto, which is the blockchain, it is there to stay. I mean, the utility of blockchain is there to stay. And with every bear cycle, we've seen more and more innovation. Some of the examples I could think through, I think we can generally align the bear cycles with halvings of Bitcoin. For those of you who are new to this term, like halving is when Bitcoin rewards literally half every four years. So this thing to be halving. The first one happened in 2012, where Bitcoin reward went from 50 Bitcoin to 25 Bitcoin. So what came after that is the birth of Ethereum. I think that time allows people to see through about what we need on the general blockchain. You need not just to, as a store of value, you need to be able to build things as well in a decentralized manner. And yeah, after the first halving, we saw the birth of Ethereum. And after the second one, where Bitcoin halving went from 25 to 12.5, we see the creative use of smart contracts, tokenization, mm. initial coin offerings, autonomous organizations, and things like that. And after that, in 2020, which is just two years back, we had a third halving. We 
where we see a lot more DeFi coming up. So we see great utility of blockchain, great utility of blockchain financial transactions like lending, derivatives, and a lot more. And we're at the middle of the next halving that is to come. So personally, from a technical background, I'm really excited about what's going to come after the next one because I think that what we're going to see is a boom in Web3, Metaverse, and a lot more yeah, uh, yeah. great things that blockchain to provide. Yeah, and I like how you described that because it is interesting, all this so-called winter, right, is coming at a time where the potential for increased activity is there. I mean, you're talking about your NFTs that has risen exponentially, the Metaverse, which is up and coming. Purely a speculation question. I don't know any better. Maybe you can help me out. Would something like regulation aid in terms of, you know, getting out of this crypto winter and perhaps seeing a less volatile type of prices and trading activity? Regulations will play a part into trying to make sure that we don't get into such a crazy wild west. But I think overall, if you go back to the fundamentals of our blockchain, sure. blockchain is founded on the basis of transparency. Yes. A blockchain, the first block even mined on Bitcoin, allows to, it's, it's about open ledger. So as a financial services and sites, what we should be doing is leverage on the tool that we have on this space where we have a transparent ledger that we haven't seen anywhere else in the financial industry. So as a service, as a site, what we should do is leverage on that, provide great transparency to our customers, to our users, to allow them to trust and verify that this is where the users are coming from, this is where your funds are, and you don't have to just take our word for it. Mm, mm. If you compare traditional finance, even if a bank wants to do that, you can't do it that openly because you can say, yeah, your fund is here, but you can't verify that your fund is there because you don't have an open ledger to begin with. But for crypto, we have that. So leverage on that, I think on top of regulation, is also key that provide verifiable truths to our customers. I think that's really, really important. At KDFI, we, we do that. Right. It does give power back to the investor in that sense. Tell me a little bit more about how KDFI is handling the current crypto winter situation differently from others. Yeah. KDFI is founded in 2019. The goal is to provide very simple access to decentralized finance with a founding principle that we want to provide as much transparency as possible to our users. You don't have to just look at the yield. You can actually see, okay, this yield is derived from this DeFi protocol, and the DeFi protocol gives you that yield, therefore you get that money. Like, all of that is super transparent, and KTFi founded on that. So that's where we've always been operating. Three years back when we started this, a lot of our users, where we get is that your yields are not that high because we can't rely on the yield because we, the yields are derived from actual DeFi projects. That we just we actually charge a fee on that. But now, three years later in 2022, we're seeing a lot more users and customers appreciating what we do because mm. transparency now is important again. A lot of customers love what we do because they get good yield and they can also see how that's being derived. Yeah, so for us, we actually see an increased customer and increased deposit as well on our side. It's been the last couple of weeks, contrary to what a lot of people think that people are avoiding services like crypto and all that around this time. But for Cake, I think we're doing pretty well. Yeah, you talked about an increase in terms of customer and that volume, right? What's your observation in terms of, you know, generally, are people sort of more educated about cryptocurrency now? Yeah, I agree with you 100%. I think the general users, there's more literature now, there's more education now about crypto and blockchain. Generally, people are more educated now about what they invest in. I'm really happy about that because as an investor, you should know what you invest yeah. in. And of course, as well as Cake, we try to do a lot more to educate our users as well. We have 
programs that help to like teach them about blockchain and about crypto so that they get more knowledgeable about what they go in. I think it's a great trend that people are starting to realize that blockchain is here to stay. There's a lot more good behind it. And you can understand, it's not just look at the yield number, but look into what it does and what it brings. Mm. I think a lot of people start to do that now. I'm really happy about that. Yeah. You know, personally, I'm quite fascinated with NFTs and the idea behind that. What's your opinion in terms of NFTs and its ability to weather this so-called crypto winter? I mean, earlier I talked about how there were layoffs at OpenSea, for example. But your thoughts on this? Yeah, it's a great use case for smart contracts and centralizations. I think what we've seen the last one year or so, it's a great experimentation in the space. I think we're all in the space to trying to figure out what the potential <laughs> NFT. I think, yeah, representing a real-world asset or representing something that you cannot duplicate on a metaverse, I think that's a great concept for NFT. I'm pretty sure the NFT is here to stay and there's a lot more potential that is to come. Really looking forward to that. It's an interesting growth cycle with NFTs because you also have the NFTs that, say for example, like a pair of Air Jordan 1s. You have the physical shoe, but you also have an NFT sort of tied to that ledger, or you can also own part of that original shoe. So I think in a sense, it does give potential investors more acceptable terms, would you say? I agree with that 100%. I think this is a great, great use case for NFT. I think a lot more NFTs coming up is going to have more of a real-world use case or a metaverse, like a virtual-world use case. I think that's where yeah. NFT really shines. <laughs> I do I find that quite fascinating. Yeah. We've been talking a lot about certain aspects that we're trying to figure out. And when you look at the obvious layoffs and the obvious instability, in your opinion, are there any safe harbors right now? Yeah, if you're in crypto and if you are a long-term investor, I think safe harbor is where sites and protocols that make it really open to you that you understand where your money is going, where the funds are being generated, where the yields are being generated. I think that's important. So. If you intend to invest in crypto, which I think you should because there's been a great correction. And if you do not have any crypto in your portfolio right now, I think you should allocate some tiny bit there. No financial advice, but I think that you should have some exposure there. But if you want to hold it long term, you might want to generate yield on that. So look into sites and protocols that provide transparency and try to understand how the yields are generated from. Any transparency that's provided, can you verify the yield that they claim that they provide? I think that will be a safe harbor because you know what you're investing in. And as long as you're not affected by the short-term fluctuations of the price, then I think you're going to be fine. And that's your way of saying diversify. (laughs) I can read between the lines. Final question. Looking long-term, you think we should still remain bullish as crypto investors? Yeah, I think crypto, blockchain, it's here to stay. There are a lot more new innovations coming up. Web3, we're still at the early stage of that. I think we're still going to see a lot more innovations coming up from Web3. I'm really bullish about crypto and blockchain, like long-term. Mm-hmm. So if you're a long-term investor, I think it's a great time to have some crypto in your portfolio right now. And if you do that, you might want to look up for, for some yield because you're holding that for long-term. You might want to generate some return out of that as well. Yeah, looking to services like Cake, where you understand, you can trust, you can verify. And invest long-term, I think generally, it's here to stay. Been speaking with Yuzin Chua, who is the CTO and co-founder of Cake Defy. Appreciate your time this morning. Take care. Have a great day. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.